and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. What would you say if I could give you a chance to be mentored by the world's leading international thought leaders, authors, speakers and change makers? Well, from the 25th to the 31st of August, we are launching our free seven-day online summit with 21 very inspirational human beings that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, spiritual psychology, evolutionary biology, genetics, medicine, and philosophy to help the audience understand how their unconscious habits and thought patterns affect their ability to build wealth, health, love, and achieve lasting transformation. To find out more, go to katherineplano.com forward slash summit. But wait, there is more. We have a super exciting announcement, our first Australian tour for Be Undeniably Awesome, which is also happening in August, where I will be sharing with you 12 powerful tools to rocket fuel your transformation. As you know, we are on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand, and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Sometimes there is no next time and no second chances. Sometimes it's now or never. So what are you waiting for? Don't give it another thought. Take action today and go to katherineplano.com forward slash tour. All links will be found in the show notes for dates and location. This week we have another super amazing guest for you, Samantha Riley, an international business growth and marketing coach speaker, co-founder of the Global Thought Leaders Network, number one best-selling author, creator of the Thought Leaders Positioning Model, and host of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast. Over the past 26 years, Samantha has built several successful business and built her first seven-figure business from the ground up by her late 20s. Samantha is a pocket rocket from the beautiful northern beaches in Sydney, Australia, and has spent the past nine years helping people turn their expertise into a thriving freedom business. Samantha uses the three key principles of positioning, profile and leverage to help people to monetize their expertise and to become the go-to authority in the industry. Due to her extensive business background, she sees each individual in a unique and holistic way and is able to help them grow a profitable business to create a life that they love. She's not only a businesswoman, she's also a wife, a mother of three, big lover of travel, enjoy a fine white, 
exciting fast cars and someone who can't hear music without dancing. It's now time to tune in to this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. Well, today it's very exciting. We have Samantha Riley to the I Am One Project. Welcome. Hi, Catherine. Great to be here with you. And we were having a bit of a chat before, just saying Samantha actually is from Sydney, so not too far away from where I am based in Melbourne. No, but I'll bet it's warmer up here. Yeah, true. true. Actually, today's not a bad day, mind you. It's a little bit of sun, which is nice. So, Samantha, we always love to start with our woman of inspiration sharing her unique story. So what is your story? How did you get to where you are today? So I had my first corporate job at 19 and at that time I was married and I had two kids and uh, did that corporate job for about 18 months and decided oh my goodness this is so not what I want to be doing you know I had that moment of looking around the office and seeing people that were a lot older than me and no one was smiling and I thought wow it was like it was like looking at my future so at the ripe old age of 20 I started my first business uh, which was at that stage a dance studio and within 12 months, opened a retail store that was that was in the dance industry as well. And um, I ran those businesses with my husband. And over the years, we opened another retail store. So we had the three locations and things were going, you know, along swimmingly, had those businesses for 18 years. And then in 2010, uh, I separated from my husband and it happened very quickly. And I lost the businesses pretty much overnight. And, you know, woke up the next day thinking, oh, far out, what am I going to do? I mean, I did have a other couple of little projects on the go, but wasn't wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So uh, for a few years, just dabbled, um, stayed in the dance industry for a little while, went into the fitness industry and wellness industry uh, and was around 2012, I was running health and wellness retreats to help people really create a life that they love, get on top of, you know, all the different parts of their life, their nutrition and their their career and their finances and, you know, their health. And one of the biggest questions that came up over and over and over again was, I'm not happy with my career and I'd really like to start a business so that I've got more flexibility in my life, you know, have the ability to do, you know, what I want when I want. And I really listened to that. And because it had such a large background in business, I started helping people to start their business. And it didn't take very long. It was only a few months and I had more business clients than I did health and wellness clients. So took that leap of faith into business coaching. Took me a few years to really understand what my niche was, um, which is a whole different topic. But yeah, that's where I've wound up now, really helping people to understand what their unique zone of genius is and how to unpack that and turn that, all of their experiences, all of their passions, um, all of the skills that they've developed throughout their careers, how to package that all into um, a unique business. Wow, I love that. And I love the transformation from dance, fitness, health and wellness to business coaching. So for me, and I'm sure for the listeners too, when you talk about your unique zone of genius, and this Mm -hmm. is a topic we talk about, it's amazing how many people go into business and seek external of what their, I guess, their genius is. So talk Mm -hmm. us through that a little bit. Yeah, so I think that people get caught up in 
looking sideways. What is everyone else doing? What looks, you know, that person over there looks like they're making a lot of money or they're successful or whatever that success looks like to them. I'm going to do that. Where that's so not the right thing to do because that, you know, works for whoever that person is and it never works exactly the same as someone else. So there's two thing, there's two things that you need to do. First is actually nothing to do with the business, which might sound a little bit counterintuitive, but the very first thing you need to do is have a look at what do I want my life to look like? If I was going to design my life exactly as I wanted, what does that look like? You know, do I want to be spending time with my children at home um, when they're not at school? So I'm only working 20 hours a week. Do I want to be traveling the world? Do I want to make sure that I've got enough income to buy, you know, the big mansion that I've always wanted next to the beach? Like, what does that look like? And then once you're very clear on what the, what your life looks like, then you go into designing your business. And, you know, I'll, I'll put up my hand first and say I didn't do that. I, I was in traditional business to give myself this, this freedom and ended up being tied to a business for 12 hours a day when I had little kids. So I, I've done it all backwards. I've done all the things. So first is life by design. Second is business by design. And that is really taking the three areas of what are your skills? So what are the skills that you've learned through your degree or through your job or um, through maybe a different business? What are your experiences? So that is what are the life experiences you've had? Maybe you've been through a divorce. Maybe you've been through, uh, you know, a chronic illness. Um, maybe you've just really awesome at putting lunches together in five minutes for six kids, you know, and, and healthy lunches, whatever that experience is. And then the third piece is what are your passions? Because our business is an extension of who we are. And if we're not passionate about it, you know, in the downtimes, it gets really, really hard to stay on focus and, you know, keep getting up, being resilient when times are tough. So it's about bringing those skills, the experience and the passion together to create something that's totally unique to you so that it it's not up against what anyone else is doing at all. Oh, I like that. I like the way that you looked at the life, the design um, life by design first approach, which is, I think, really extremely important. But I also like the way that you described it. Absolutely. When we uh, have some entrepreneurs on the show, um, they actually share uh, that it's really important to actually hone into your skills and work within your vertical. So if your vertical, for example, is health and well-being, then hone into that instead of going completely outside of that uh, and into an area that's, you know, uncharted waters. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts around that? Oh, hundred percent. And, you know, like I said, I can, I can explain all of this from having the experience of doing absolutely everything wrong. I have done everything wrong. And, um, you know, when I did go into business coaching, um, there's a specific time that I was asked to speak on stage uh, at an event and I was speaking on social media, which I'm really passionate about social media. I think it's great. It connects people all around the world. Uh, and when it's used properly, you know, it can build close relationships. So anyway, was uh, the person that was running the event was into, uh, introducing me on stage and he said, you know, this is Sam and this is what she's talking about. And he said, I actually have no idea what Sam does. I just know that she's really awesome at what she does. And it was this moment where I was so embarrassed and I just thought, oh, my goodness. Like this person knows, he's worked with me, he knows the depth of my knowledge and what I can do. 
but he even he couldn't articulate it. And I thought, oh, okay, we need to sharpen this. So, you know, it's about getting really clear on exactly what it is you do so that people understand and think about it like the the point of an arrow because when you're really sharp and you can clearly articulate what you do, you get that cut through. People understand and they hear it. So you stop feeling like the world's best kept secret and people start hearing your message. So you're actually saying hone into your message is obviously very important. I think that that's because uh, I've had this kind of feedback and this, I mean, I've been in business for 10 years, but I've had people come back and say, what exactly do you do? It mm. looks like you do everything. And even in my, my approach, I had to really hone into what is it that I do? And it's all based around leadership, but it took me years to get to that uh, one point, like one word, what's that honing into that one message, mm. which is key. So you actually said before, social media is fantastic with connecting you f- with individuals as mm-hmm. long as it is done properly. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I love that you've picked up that I wasn't clear on that. What I mean by that is social media is about being social. And I think a lot of people sit behind their screen, they hit the connect button, they connect, and that's the end. So I call that collecting connections, and that is doing nothing. It's just a number on a screen. So if we think about social media, uh, from a if we're talking about it from a business owner's perspective, think about a social media platform being like a, a shop, I guess. And if you were the business owner and someone walked into your shop, what's the first thing you would do? You would say, hi, how are you going today? You know, how's your day? You do a little bit of small talk, you know, what is it that you're looking for? And you would generally ask questions around, um, you know, how can I help you and having a conversation. And I think that's the way that we need to really think about using social media. So when we connect with people, it's how, how can we open up that conversation and then how can we take that conversation even further, take it offline and connect just like you and I are today, even though we're on a screen and, and we can see each other, we're, we're still connecting and off of the actual social media platform. And, and that's where the gold is. You know, I've mm. connected with people on social media all over the world. And it is so awesome to then fly into, you know, fly into LA and catch up with 85 people that I've been connected with on social and get to meet them in person. And that is just so special. And, you know, some really awesome collaborations have come out of that because so many people don't take the time to really create deep relationships. Mm, I so agree with you. Absolutely. So Samantha, if you were to give a piece of advice for somebody that wanted to uh, either um, embark in their own business, like leave the corporate world and start a business, or any business advice, what would be that one piece of advice that you would like to give uh, to the individual? Mm, This goes back to what I mentioned before. You need to be really clear on what it is you want. Be clear on what you want your life to look like. Because if you want your life to look like working 40 hours a week where you clock on at nine and clock off at five, then maybe actually running a business isn't for you. And you could save yourself a lot of money and a lot of heartache. But, you know, if you want to be in a position where you can be free of, um, you know, and able to work anywhere where there's an internet connection, for example, or you, you know, whatever it is, and it fits into a business model, then that's fine. So it's get really clear on what it is that you want the outcome to be and then reverse engineer that, you know, so that you've got a path to follow. 
So you're saying get clear on your what, looking at you know life by design, but you're actually looking at the consequences of doing that. Correct. It's got to be both. Yeah. And, you know, that comes back to when I was, like I said, when I was 19, I thought I don't want to be in corporate. So to get out, what do I need to do? I need to run a business. And I thought, what can I run? Oh, I'll run a dance studio so I can see more, my kids more. Well, like seriously, there was I couldn't have done anything more ridiculously silly if I tried because a dance studio runs from the time that school finishes till about nine o'clock at night and all day Saturday. There was nothing that I could have done that had me seeing my children less. So, uh, I mean, everything happens for a reason and I'm super, you know, blessed that I've had that opportunity. Uh, but you know, that was a pretty silly mistake to make just by asking myself the wrong question. I asked myself, how do I get out of this job rather than what can I do to give me the life that I want? Mm, Very different, isn't it? Different Mm. approach. So I'd love to unpack a little bit. You have on your website, the Freedom Business Matrix. Talk us through Mm -hmm. that. So the Freedom Business Matrix is all around helping you to leverage your um, time leverage your income and really get the freedom that you want in your business because so many uh, business owners, I work with people that are specifically in service-based industries, are trading their time for money. They're seeing clients one-on-one, which means that they run out of time because they can only take on so many clients and they've got an income uh, ceiling because they can't take any more clients on. So the Freedom Business Matrix is all about giving – there's nine strategies in that to help you – Uh, be able to see more clients in less time. And the the nine different strategies in the Freedom Business Matrix are the nine strategies that I've I've used every single one of them in my business at different times. But really the way that I've written it or the way that I've put it together, anyone can pick that up and pull a strategy out and run with that and really create a a one-to-many program and increase the income within 30 days. Wow. So, Samantha, would you mind sharing with a high level with us uh, the nine strategies, especially to see more clients? I'm sure our listeners would be delighted to hear how they could uh, get to see more clients. Yeah, totally. So really the, the very first thing you need to do is think, what is, the, what is that number one thing that I repeat over and over and over and over again? Uh, you know, a, a lot of people will say, but I have to see my clients one-on-one. Like anyone that's a lawyer or a mortgage broker or um, an accountant, they do need to see their clients one-on-one and I get that. But there's going to be things that they're repeating that are the same with every client over and over. So there's, you know, there's a few strategies of how can you get all of these people together, either in a room or online, to take them through that thing. So you're delivering the message once and many people are all hearing it. So an example of that would be a mortgage broker um, for example, they have to submit three months worth of financials to the bank to get the loan approved. Well, there could you could run an event, some sort of um, training, some sort of workshop, webinar, online, uh, you know, an online program. It could be a an in person workshop on how to set up you know, those three months worth of financials to make sure that your clients are getting the most success. So, you know, we need to make sure that we've got this, this, this in place. So you, you deliver that message once and everyone, or not everyone, you know, a group will, will get that message all at once. So all of this, all of the strategies are around how to do that in different ways. So it's working smarter, not so much harder. Totally. Mm. So, Samantha, during your uh, time in business, what has been your greatest lesson learned thus far? 
this is such a good question because obviously in 26 years there's been a lot of lessons but I think the biggest lesson and I've learned it even more in the last 10 years since I've been playing in the online space because it's such a, a huge place to play is that when you have a, an idea or a vision and you know something that you want to do that's that's really big and it's in the future and you know that's what you want to do you don't necessarily you don't need to know how to get there you only need to know what the next step is and in knowing that maybe you don't even know what the next step is maybe you only need to know who you need to ask to help you with that next step or who has completed this before that I could reach out to or where do I need to go to get the information to get to the next step? And just understand that that big vision, which can be so overwhelming and, you know, have you frozen in your tracks because you don't know how to get there, just like take the stress off the table. I know that I want to get there, but just what's the next step? And it's amazing when you just take that overwhelm and that um, that pressure away, how quickly you can actually get to that vision just by asking yourself those resourceful questions at each step. Mm, I like that because I think that sometimes when we do have that big audacious goal or a vision, we can get really stressed or overwhelmed when it seems so far away where you're saying the approach is that one little step at a time. Totally, totally. Mm. And don't focus on the other five steps even in front of that, just that next step. Mm, I like that. Really do. So the next question that we always love to ask our women of inspiration is pain points. We believe everyone has pain points. Mm. What would be a pain point that you stumble across and then how do you uh, walk through your obstacle or what's the solution to your obstacle? And this one could could be in business or in life. Mm. So, I mean, I I would – break my business life down into two two areas. So when I was in location-based businesses, my biggest pain point at that point was absolute exhaustion because trying to be at different locations, looking after staff at different locations and making sure that there was a key in the door and we're open at the right time every day, that was exhausting. Um, I would say now, you know, I'm more in the online space my biggest pain point is just technology. <laughs> I'm actually not too bad at tech, but when you put me next to someone that's 20, I'm absolutely hopeless. And it's that, that you know, going back to that, that big vision, it's breaking that down. And sometimes even, you know, I don't take my own advice and, and I'll be sitting down thinking, I don't know how to do this. And, you know, there's just so much to do and I don't understand this. So, you know, the way that I deal with that is I definitely have an inner circle of people around me that I can call on, um, you know, in lots of different areas. For me, I really, the most valuable thing in my life is connection, human connection, because anything can be solved with another human being somewhere. So even if I don't know who that person is, that person might only be one, two or three connections away. So, you know, the way that I personally solve that is just tapping into my network. Who can help me with this? Who can help me understand this or who can do it for me even? I hear you loud and clear. That's one of my pain points. And I think that, you know, I think we we can't go comparing ourselves with that, those younger, uh, wonderful uh, generation of millennials because they uh, come or born with uh, the cable ready. Like they, yeah. they were born cable ready. So we're from our generation, it was, we didn't have mobiles, we didn't have internet, very different. Exactly. And we've got to remember that, that you know, there's there's a lot of people working in our space now that were actually born at a time where 
there was mobile phones in everyone's hands. Mm-hmm. Well, when we were, gosh, when even I was starting business, mobile phones didn't even exist. Like it's just so crazy how how fast times have changed. And, you know, when you talk about layer learning, like there's obviously a lot more layers that we've had to go through to get to where we are now. So um, I think that there's always, I never, ever wanted to say, you know, I don't want to learn that. There's always room for growth, but also to give yourself the the acknowledgement that we we did grow up in a different era and it's just the way it is. Yeah, I and I think, you know, I'm the same. I'm technology and uh, I have an interesting relationship. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm <laughs> Yeah. So, Samantha, being a business coach, I'm curious too because this is one of the things we have lots of listeners that are in business. Uh, what do you think is the number one reason or a reason individuals fail to succeed in business? Because we hear quite often, you know, the, you're lucky to survive the first 12 months. So what are your thoughts? Hmm. Wow. It's actually a really big question, right? Because there's going to be lots of different reasons depending on people's belief systems or the people they're surrounded with. So I'm going to specifically tap into the people that that I work with, which are people in professional services um, and not so much product-based businesses. But I find that they don't know how to clearly articulate what it is they do and they don't understand how to package up their IP into something that's tangible, something that's a program because a lot of the people that that I work with and I'm guessing that you probably too, Catherine, they've got this massive amount of expertise and knowledge from, you know, many, many, many years of doing what they do and they know so much that they don't know where to start. They don't know where to start pulling this out and, and turning that big mess of spaghetti that's in their in their head into something that actually makes sense on paper. So I think that, that in, you know, this industry, I find that it's that real packaging their IP into something that's tangible, into something that actually makes sense. Mm, I guess that would be really um, getting into the why, the why Mm. they are in business in the first place and why they do what they do. Yeah, and also to explain like uh, what it is they do because you could use the, you know, a high-level title for me as business coach. Well, the way that I differ from, from, you know, there's thousands of business coaches out there but we all do different things so it's about being able to understand well if you come to me I'm not going to help you with your financials that's not what I do at all I don't do a you know uh, profit and loss and this is how we make more profit I mean I, I do help my clients with that sometimes but that's not why someone would come with, to me so it's but they would come to me because they don't understand how to take their knowledge and turn it into a program and who is that program for so it's more around um you know we've got a specific skill set and a specific way that we deliver our our knowledge or our skills and it's about getting really clear on what that is okay all right thank you for um for expanding on that so samantha if you were to go back in time and give yourself some advice your younger self some Mm -hmm. advice what would be that advice I think that for me personally, it would be don't be afraid to think too big. I think for a lot of my years, you know, I'm a very big picture thinker. I'm one of those people that has these big grandiose ideas. And I think a lot of times people would look and go, yeah, right. Hey, you know, who are you to think that you can do that? Or how are you going to do that? And now I've surrounded myself with the right people that go, yeah, cool. 
how are we going to do that? How can we help you? So my advice would be get clear on what you want, think big, and then just go after it. Don't listen to the people that are saying it's not possible or it's silly because it totally is. We're in a time where we can achieve whatever we want with the right resources. Mm, so true and I like that I like about thinking big it's just I think that we just get in our own way oh a hundred percent and I do too we all do and that's again why it comes back to surround yourself with the right people the ones that give you a, a loving hug at times where you need the support where you really do need that to keep going but at other times they give you a kick up the butt and go come on what's like get on with it what are you doing and I think that's really important yeah, and I think even to have friends that can be courageous enough to actually say that, that's a different, that's a completely whole different conversation altogether, isn't it? Oh, totally, totally. Because those people are very, very special. The ones that, that really can go get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. do you recommend, I mean, I, I'd love to sort of unpack who's influenced you, um, to be as successful as you are. And I guess the other thing too is around mentoring. Did you, have a business mentor and what are your thoughts around mentoring? Oh, I 100% wouldn't. I personally am so blessed and grateful to have mentors right from before I started my business. And I've had mentors and coaches the whole way through. But I was so lucky that um, back when my very first job was working in a McDonald's store, funnily enough, that's where I got my systems, my passion for systems from. And I, I used to go into the store, and the the owner of uh, the the owner of that store also owned another four stores. So he was a super successful business owner, and he used to be sitting on the desk out the back. And I would go, like, I would come in after school, and I'd throw my school bag in the, you know, in the change room, and I would actually just sit on the desk and chat with him because I used to love asking him questions about why this, why that. And I would consider him my first mentor because he didn't say, you know, get out of here, kid, you're annoying me. He took me under his wing and taught me so much. Uh, and even, you know, if we were on the floor or working, he would pull me aside and go, hey, because of this, can you see what's happened? He obviously saw that I had a passion for business and the way things work. Um, he got me my very first job. You know, he's like, what do you want to do? And he just picked up the phone and rang someone. That was a huge lesson just in itself that, if you want something, you just pick up the phone and ask. Um, and then when I told him I wanted to open my first business, he actually sat me down and went, cool, tell me more about it. What does it look like? And he helped me to understand different um, different marketing strategies to get it off the ground. So he was a, an amazing man. I, I lost contact with him many years ago, but he was my first mentor. Um, and along the way, I've had so many coaches and mentors, but, you know, my standouts, um, Taki Moore is one of my standout coaches, um, Dale Beaumont, uh, lots and lots of others. But also, and this is probably going to sound a little odd, but my three kids teach me so much. They they feed things back to me that opens my eyes to see different possibilities and they've been amazing too and they probably have no idea they've even done it but they've helped me to see business in so many different ways along the years that have taught me so many lessons. Oh, I, have to, I have to agree with that one. I think children teach us so much, mm. so much. So, Samantha, what we do as we start wrapping up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you? This is, I knew that you were going to ask this one question. So, and I actually didn't know what it was because I, I was like fun. So I actually reached out to a few people and funnily enough, 
about five people came back with exactly the same word, which I felt really weird to own, but have now since gone, no, I'm going to own that. And it's sage because I think I've been in business for so long that there is some wisdom there that I can share with other people that haven't been on the journey for as long as I have. Oh, I love that word. It's it's a, an amazing word, actually. And the other thing that we also, also love to do is ask our woman of inspiration to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny gold nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today? Oh, gold nuggets. I love gold. I love diamonds. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, the first one would be to... Um, if you want to create a one-to-many business model that is uh, profitable, so it's building that business, you need to be known as the authority in your industry. So it's really, really important to build your brand around your unique gifts. So going back to that skills and the experience and the passion that we talked about earlier so that you can be seen and heard as an influential thought leader. So very, very clear and those three main areas are positioning so position yourself as the expert um, and to be really unpacking things that are very very unique the second one is to build your online profile build an audience build a network around you of people that know who you are Uh, and the third piece is leverage leverage is just everything in business it's about getting the right systems in your business it's about building the right team and it's about building the right collaborations and partnerships because I, I can't say this enough people are everything I couldn't be where I am without the people over the last 26 years there's thousands and thousands of people in my network my mentors my coaches um, it's just so many people that have helped me. So definitely tap into your network and collaborations and partnerships. Oh, I love that. And I think also uh, building systems is really important. We were just talking about that the other day uh, and um, just uh, having more systems in place rather than just um, kind of like going with the flow. Uh, and kind, you know, we were talking about it, it was around social media actually, mm-hmm. um, in regards to having a plan ahead of time so that mm-hmm. you know where you're going. So then you're being strategic in your approach rather than just go, oh, I'll talk about this today. Oh, I'll talk about that tomorrow. And so there's a, a system in place is very, very important. Absolutely. And if you don't have systems in place, even if things are going along swimmingly right now, Something will happen and the wheels will fall off. I know that for a fact. So, yeah, the sooner you can get them into place, the better. Mm, So true. So, Samantha, where is the best place for our listeners to find you? My website is samanthariley.global. On there, you can get right on the front page, you'll see a download there so you can get your free resource of the Freedom Business Matrix. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, all of my social media links there, and I'd love you to reach out and connect. So we'll have all those links in the show notes. Uh, Samantha, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and sharing your wealth of wisdom with us. Thanks so much, Catherine. It's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you here today. Thank you. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift. 
where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care of yourself.